0: Inside Sources with Boyd, Boyd, Matheson, Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Here with you on a Monday extended version of Inside Sources. We'll be with you all the way till three o'clock. Uh, breaking down all of the different angles uh, and aspects of what took place over the weekend and wanted to get uh, a little more of a a personal perspective on this and so we're really pleased to be joined in studio by erica evans from the deseret news thanks for joining us
1: thanks for having me Uh,
0: you just posted a uh, a piece on deseretnews.com talking about what happens uh, when this happens in your hometown you're from dayton ohio
1: yeah, I'm from Dayton, Ohio. I was born there. I lived there throughout my whole childhood. It was a beautiful place to grow up. And uh, when people ask me where I'm from, that's, that's where I go to, Dayton, Ohio.
0: Wow. So were you familiar with the, this particular area where these restaurants and bars and kind of this, uh, uh, this shooting took place?
1: Yeah. So I was just there visiting in January and me and my childhood best friend uh, were hitting all of our favorite spots. And we went to a Thai restaurant that we really like that's in the Oregon district where the shooting took place on the, on the same street, basically um, like a block away. Um, and, you know, as I read about the shooting, I was just, you know, replaying that night in my head and where we were and where we walked. And, you know, my walk to, to my car was basically right there where the shooting happened. And, just imagining that same scene but with people running around and uh, bloodied bodies and and yeah. police and um it's it's really sad to envision that
0: yeah and i think it's so easy for so many of us to just say you know that's not in my hometown you know that's never going to happen where i live so i don't i don't have to worry about that uh, suddenly you had to worry about it
1: yeah well i woke up on sunday morning and i'm you know like laying in bed still checking mm-hmm. my phone and And I see a headline that's, you know, Dayton, Ohio shooting. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. I thought it was El Paso. And like the past days, the two days before that, I was running around. My sister got married. Then one of my best friends got married. I wasn't really paying attention to the news. Mm. The other mass shootings um, in Gilroy and then the incident in Mississippi, they sort of just, you know, passed by my radar with Mm -hmm. little thought. And then then suddenly Sunday morning, I woke up and I was like, oh, this happened in Dayton. And, And... and it felt completely different than the other ones did. Yeah,
0: wow. That's uh, yeah, that's a, a real paradigm shift to, to start playing that through and, and thinking that. If you're just joining us, where uh, we have Erica Evans from the Deseret News uh, joining us in studio today on Inside Sources, she's from Dayton, Ohio. Uh, was just in this area where the shooting took place back in January with some uh, old friends from from school. And uh, as you were as you were talking through, Erica, it just. I started thinking of places that I've been with my friends or places where I grew up where I thought, wow, what if what if it was there? Uh, tell me, did how did you start to process, you know, uh-oh, is there somebody I know who was shot or somebody who knew somebody that was shot? Tell me about that process as Sunday started to roll out for you.
1: Yeah, well, so I saw the list of victims, and I didn't recognize any of those names, luckily, but I, I saw this um, post on Facebook from one of my good childhood friends and it says prayers go out to my hometown and those involved in the shooting i had friends running for their lives last night let Mm -hmm. that reality sink in when is enough going to be enough Mm -hmm. so that's you know one degree of separation this is my friend posting about her friends um so you know it's not a direct contact but it still feels way too close to home and and it really feels like these shootings are just getting closer and closer Mm. and closer. And the next one is, it is going to be me, you know, it is going to be Salt Lake city. It's going to be my family or, or myself running from a shooter.
0: Yeah. I I think so many of us are starting to feel that as you said, it's it's starting to crowd in. It's just uh, closing in and closing in. I think a lot of us kind of feel and and sense that. Uh, So, so tell us, how does that, how did all of that change your perspective? Uh, on things, especially as it relates to shootings and violence and guns and, and things in the United States?
1: Well, I mean, it really was a little bit of a wake-up call. I realized how much of an apathy that I had developed towards mass shootings. And, um, you know, the fact that this one felt so different, I I feel guilty about that in a way because, you know, it shouldn't be different, you know, that lives are lost in Mississippi or in Gilroy right. and than in Dayton. You know, I, I shouldn't care about one more than the other. Um, and so I realized like, if we all have these knee-jerk re- responses to mm-hmm. mass shootings, whether it's oh, more gun control, or more security, or um, mental health, or um, no, we don't need to do anything. We just need to mourn before we make this political. And I realize that if your if your reaction is is different based on whether that would have happened in your hometown or to people you actually know, mm-hmm. then you should probably change your reaction to yeah. the way you're responding. Uh,
0: I love that. That's a really great perspective, Erica. Again, if you're just joining us, we have Erica Evans from the Deseret News joining us from Dayton, Ohio. Uh, we have just a, a couple minutes left, and uh, you raise in, in your article today uh, something that I think is just fascinating. It's one of the things I love about your writing, Erica, is you always get us to principle uh, and to something that moves us forward. And you raised the Dayton Peace Accord as something that might matter moving forward.
1: Yeah, I mean, probably a lot of people out there reading about the shooting don't know about Dayton. They're probably like, oh, what is that? Some podunk town in Ohio. But Dayton is really cool. You know, it's where the Wright brothers are from. Um, There's a lot of history, a lot of really interesting things were invented there. And, um, also it's the location where the Bosnian war, a uh, peace was negotiated right. and we had, and um, this was in 1995. So I was two years old, but, um, <laughs> but they had, you know, these three really disparate groups, the Muslims, the Serbs and the Croats coming together to negotiate an end to the war. Um, you know, so many people had suffered. There had been so much violence, so much tension, um, and they were able to put an end to that officially, um, And so I think that in some ways that can be symbolic, you know, let Dayton be the end to this violence. And, um, you know, we have so many different sides of of, um, people who disagree about what to do about Mm -hmm. mass shootings, but let's come together with reason and with peace of mind to find a solution.
0: Fantastic. Erica Evans, always appreciate your insight. Thanks for joining us on Insight Sources today.
1: Thanks so much.
0: All right. Uh, I want to continue just on this thought from Erica around the Dayton Peace Accord. I think that's so fascinating. Could could Dayton become a hinge point, a, uh, a slingshot moment uh, into some real solutions? Uh, if you've been listening to the program today, uh, we are talking about a 21 day challenge for President Trump to tap first Vice President Pence and then the Democrat and Republican leaders from both the House and the Senate. So Kevin McCarthy, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and Mitch McConnell, 21 days. Those leaders need to lead and get something that their members and their bodies can vote on and pass, the president can sign. And if they can't do it in 21 days, they need to stand in front of the American people and explain why. Why can we not get this done around the things the president pointed out? We got to get uh, things in terms of of guns, gun safety, background checks, whatever it may take, mental health, video games, hate, uh, and a host of other things. But this can be done, and maybe maybe we get a new Dayton Peace Accord uh, in a new way. Erica, thanks again for joining us. Uh, we're going to go ahead and step aside for our bottom of the hour break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some other communication moments in crisis and what our leaders have done to unite the nation. Don't go anywhere. This is Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back.
2: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds.